0: welcome to the podcast i'm your host racer dude and i'm joined by zentor this episode is sponsored by the first armada the first armada is constantly pushing the envelope of liberty navy always on the front lines they are also in the lab trying to make liberty navy modern and exciting the first armada is also on the front line of uh, many recent server events so check some of the events out role play faction information and links provided below. Uh, speaking of the First Ar- the Armada Zentor, uh who do we have as our guest today? So
1: leader and creator of the First Armada, we have Lemon joined with us today. Lemon is a big name here on Discovery. He joined some, somewhat slightly earlier than myself. But uh, without further ado, welcome Lemon. Tell us about yourself, what, came, what brought you to Discovery, and uh, what you've been up to lately.
2: First of all, guys, thank you so much for having me, you know, I'm really amazed that someone actually takes their time to create something like a podcast, you know, put so much effort into it, so kudos for that. Uh, second of That's all, perfect. I know it's a topic later, but um, I want to give a big shout out to Sam Dennis, the admin on Discovery Freelancer. answer, and um, I know I saw a thread there that people are saying, oh, with deepest regrets, he's leaving actually I spoke to him, and you know what, well, he's done so much work uh, for us, he's uh, he's not getting any younger, he's got GMs to run, so I really want to thank him for all the work he's done, he's taught me a lot as well, and I don't think we have to be sad for him leaving, I think uh, that we have to celebrate what he's done and really thank him, so if you are listening to this, go ahead, thank him in the thread, and that's basically the main thing. Now, I can go into talking about myself, yeah? <laughs>
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And, and <laughs> the props for that shout out, too. Yeah,
0: yeah, Definitely. And uh, yeah, so this this uh, time here, this is all about you, Lemon, how, however much you want to talk about and how much you want to say, uh, you know, about yourself with Freelancer, yourself personally, whatever you want to talk about. The platform is yours, buddy.
2: Let's go, guys. So basically, I think I'm the the typical Corona child, you know, Um, basically was playing Dota. I was freaking addicted to that. And when Corona came, suddenly all my busy social life disappeared. So um, I remembered I used to play this game called Freelancer back in the day. So basically, I reinstalled it. Uh, I played the campaign in uh, Vanilla. And uh, then I was like, oh, hang on, maybe I should explore after the campaign. So I googled some uh, mods and I found Discovery Freelancer. So I jumped in during COVID-2020. Obviously, in in about 20 minutes, I was in the Omicrons, you know, uh, shooting uh, gunboats and getting killed. Uh, So (laughs) (laughs) that was pretty much my journey, you know. (laughs) I explored it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, then um, basically, I explored a lot of factions. I think My first faction were the Liberty Rogues. They They are still active. So... Hemlock and Lucas, if anyone knows them, they were the first people that took me under their wing. Well, and then basically I transitioned into Liberty Navy, later discovered Galia. And that's pretty much it, you know. I'm a standard player who came in during COVID and still kind of enjoys the game.
1: Right on, right on. So tell us about um, the factions, the area of play that you're really interested in. uh, And the first Armada, your current project?
2: Right, okay. Well, so, um, okay, the, so First Armada is the current most active project. Uh, one thing I want to say that the First Armada isn't really my project. Uh, of course, I founded it and I sort of do the work there, but uh, it's basically, it has no high command. Uh, we have faction wide voting. We had actually a, a recruit, mm. uh, Westo, who plays in the core and stuff like that, Felix. Uh, In First Armada, we gave a recruit complete control over our Discord. So basically, I go to our crewman, used to go to him. was like, oh, can I change this hashtag and stuff like that? Uh, So, yeah. So when we talk about the First Armada, we're not really talking about me. We are talking about Renegade. By the way, shout out for making your awesome intro. You want to check him out? Absolutely. (laughs) If you guys want to thank him, join the First Armada Discord. Join his DJing sessions because he's a professional DJ. Well, what I mean. He basically does it very well. And you can listen to his DJing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the First Armada is not really my work. It's basically Westo, Renegade. Uh, We have some PvPers as well. Upjump, Phoenix, they came in for Snubs and Cups. Breeze, Orzo, Slyquin, Natasha, Soren. All these guys, basically, Christian First Armada isn't one person. Uh, I have learned a lot by failing in my previous factions. And uh, especially in these really, really big ones. Uh, if you guys Mm -hmm. know about the really big factions a big issue often comes that suddenly the uh, the high command becomes detached stop even knowing who your like newcomers are you don't even know who they are suddenly a lot of the chat moves into the high command chat Uh, you become detached so um, when it comes to the first armada it should be the opposite like that we're trying to make basically a community project a lot of people chip in. So for this one, I can't take credit. But for the faction, I can take credit for, absolutely, is the front deliberation, the de Gallia, which Zentor is a part of. Do you remember that faction, Zentor?
1: I think I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was actually the, the second real big one that I, I interacted <laughs> with you. I, I met you mostly through BMS, the Borneo Mining Syndicate. <laughs> and off of that, you were springboarding into Gallia. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, F L G was a big <laughs> project, and
3: uh, yeah, was-
0: yeah, I, I remember F L G very well as as well. That was the first major uh, role play contract that you gave yeah, when yeah, I was started yeah. up uh, Constellation. Oh yeah, I, I
2: absolutely, absolutely remember it. We, we we gave out so many contracts, and you know, I think uh, where the the first Armada is uh, sort of like uh, just a new take, new community uh, take on Liberty Navy, where we try to like help out the beginners and really wide wide interest and it's been done before, right? It's been out in, in different places FLG is the number one actually first ever Maki official faction, it was the first official faction that I actually brought to official DOM and uh, Zentor here has, has been a lot of help and uh, you know, I'm still freaking proud that uh, if you tell a random person on the server Maki they think that's it's union course or they're like, they like ask you what the hell is that you know, they have no idea what it is uh, so <laughs> <laughs> that we right. made it official and we still last until this day. I think it's like a miracle. Uh...
1: Yeah, it is definitely <laughs> an achievement. And we had a shit a ton of fun uh, in building it up too. And FLGs, uh, I mean, as all factions that Lemon really builds up, it takes a unique take on. The RP, the gameplay, really gets a lot of people involved. So FLG was a super yeah, and fun project. Still is,
2: project. by the way. We just got our SRP battleship. Haste, don't delete this if you're listening it. He, uh, listening to this, wants to delete the redemption from the <laughs> yes, game. Yes, do not. Don't you freaking do it! We spent three years <laughs> trying to get SRP. <laughs> we were, by the way, we had a massive project. It was multiple project, hundreds, of, literally hundred people, including you, by the way, racer. They were in, in, included in this huge project where we were trying to get Galley a little bit of balance because there's no unlawful battleships at all. Uh, so we were trying to fix that. And all that effort mm-hmm. for the ID line got put into one SRP. So incredible, massive overkill, uh, literally hundreds, if not thousands of hours of work. And Haste will delete our battleships. So do not do this. You know, if there is one impact of this podcast, that the battleship <laughs> won't get deleted. Uh, other factions I'm in. So FLG is the number one, basically my like hard thing. It will never fail as long as I live. Uh, and
3: <laughs> it's your baby. baby.
2: Uh, apart from that, I'm also the one I see of Gallic Navy. Uh, you can see I'm very involved in Gallia. Uh, there, I really had no ambition. I had no, I had yep. zero ambition to actually lead that. Uh, my uh, my, basically pet in Gallia is the gendarmerie. You guys, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly. But um, basically, yeah. uh, yes. Gallic but police. the thing is, in Gallia, there's no actual civilian police, the military just took over. And uh, gendarmes, they're basically are a military police. So they're fully enlisted. You have to go through all the whole shebang. And we're basically trying to work it out, trying to get them net as well on one, uh, on dual ID on one faction. Yeah, that's basically just trying to keep Galia alive. Then somehow I'm also the Kaiserliche Rheinwehr, uh, uh, second in command, uh, Rheinwehr military. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how I got into this one. So shout out to my uh, RM buddies. Uh, basically, uh, the faction was dying. Right, it's like an ancient faction, and there was this guy played Dark Darkstar, uh, who uh, taught me a lot in Discovery. Um, probably most people won't remember him. He was the Gunboat spammer. He taught me a lot. He basically um, uh, showed me how to trade, how to PvP, how to do everything. Basically, and at the time when he was still playing, he asked me to join Red Elementary. I was like, Nah, I'm playing in Liberty. I don't care. Uh, but then I saw like the faction is failing. People are like making other factions, putting them under the carpet. So I just came in single-handedly, like revived it, uh, brought a bunch of people in, and it's it's still alive and kicking. So that's the there's another faction. <laughs> then there's Union Corps. I'm not in the HC for this one, but we also brought it to Dome with Kerty. So shout out to him. Shout out to Redcroft and Breeze. Uh, then I have a couple mm-hmm. of side projects, which is the Bretonia Rogue Rangers. Uh, do you guys know what the mollies are? Heard of them, yes, yes.
1: <laughs> the Dubliners, the angry Dubliners were pissed about the gold problem. So, probably
2: everyone knows the Molise, nobody plays them. That's that's like that's the terrible thing. Oh, so basically, just so they exist, just so people can log their ships once per year. I think every time someone joins the Bretonia Rogue Rages, we're like, listen, we are very strict here. You have to log at least once per five years, or you're out. Okay, we're very strict like this.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i
1: absolutely love your your rp character for the brr though i mean he is i, I just every single time you know, i see a post with him i'm putting BRR. a smiley on my face so
2: he speaks like that right so uh basically no. a lot of people are the pet peeve that uh Okay, they're they're based on like this Irish stereotype, the mollies. But again, we are in the future. You know, thousands of years in the mm-hmm. future, Bretonia isn't like monoga. Uh, it, it, it's not a monolith, you know, uh, demographically speaking. So mm-hmm. uh, obviously, because I lived in Scotland and missed it, I wanted to meme as a Scottish accent character. <laughs> <laughs> so I used the deeply, deeply <laughs> devised uh, uh, objection that people had that uh, Molly's are only Irish and brought in this Scottish character you can actually fi- find the RP that I do is actually watered down the, the, what I do is trying to make it a lot more readable than actual Scottish language and uh, there is a website called Scots Translate online you can actually find out uh, uh, you can translate normal mm-hmm. English into Scottish slang <laughs> so Yes, so this is what I actually use, oh. it, and uh, it's basically just nostalgia. Oh, then the last faction that I sort of care about is the Core Force. Honestly, uh, it was again, Core died, the official faction was just gone, we just wanted to keep it. I just like play my characters, I don't like flying alone, so <laughs> if I want to play a character, I'm just going to make a faction, you know. Like So uh, Core Force is exactly this, Like we don't really care if people log or not, and as long as the official Core faction exists, we don't really have to do much, you know. So yeah, those are my factions. As you can see, I like variety. Uh, I might be a little bit crazy running everything, you know, uh, and uh, pretty much this like um, whenever, when someone asks me, you know, why would you do this? Why are you helping the new players? Are you making these events or so trying to get these contracts? To, basically, what you have to understand is that my, my entire viewpoint on disco is as a faction leader, as someone that tries to make regions active, factions active, Basically, most of the things that I do in this call are going to be in the lens of, okay, is, is this going to like, bring people in? Is this going to keep people in? Um, is it okay if I piss off some veterans, if like, some of the newer guys maybe have fun and stick around for longer? Uh, there's basically a lot of the controversy that I, I bring in, you know, is pretty much trying to push the people that play the game. and Especially as, as, you, guys,
4: as you guys probably know, as a faction leader, it's pretty yeah, tough to like, keep people interested.
1: Yeah, and it's true. You have been a controversial figure over the years, and I've always been one of those people on this side of the fence that sees that everything it seems like you do is generally geared at getting people together and getting people involved in things, and especially friendly for new players getting involved. And yeah, you've definitely ruffled some feathers over the years, but I think that your approach has been really good. And you're probably one of the most successful people that I have met on Discovery that has been able to... Uh, grow a player base in different regions of space that are underplayed. So absolutely props to you. And from our private talks, vi- hey, Vicious Jeff, Jeff by the way, I was looking it forward to him. You, you
2: actually drew, uh, you mentioned uh, very... my character on your freaking podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> He's writing He's writing. He's at work right now, but he says, "I wish I could be in the booth today." Big fan, looking forward to you listening guys, when if it's you released. The so episode, shout I want out to give Shout out to Vicious uh, Jeff. You know, yeah. he
2: was telling us that he joined Discovery, and uh, he was flying on his Ajira in uh, in Galia, and he happened to run into the one person who gives a single, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, children, fuck about Gallic laws because we have the Gendarmerie, you know. <laughs> so he, <laughs> he, ran, he ran into <laughs> me. He was like, "Oh, there was some co- sort of police, you know," and actually have the MD to this day, and uh, I definitely remember him, you know, so I find it, uh, uh, Jeff, if you're listening to this, to the recording, I see you, okay, this is just another newbie wood, you know, then, <laughs> I could have shot you, but I just let you go, I took literally five units, <laughs> I a up white boxes, you know, I took five units, it's like, i went to EFL base <laughs> yes, anyway, you know, crazy. whatever, just go, <laughs> I got my report right now.
1: <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure you made a pretty positive yeah, so impact the, on him, I, I for think,
2: sure. Uh, <laughs> I think I will, this is why we'll never agree with uh, people that are either extreme RPers, you know, like very strict, or people that are very ex- extreme PV peers, because um, mm-hmm. they, they basically see themselves as uh, better than the other side, you know. The other side is a little bit worse than them. If someone focuses on RP, obviously, you know, if you play disco, only RP hardcore make long paragraphs and everything's researched. If someone comes in and doesn't know like basic info card stuff, you will not like that. Same as when you PvP and you practice a lot, uh, you will get frustrated at someone who can't even hit a freaking snack, you know, Mm -hmm. in 30 minutes and you have to do all the work uh so i'm somewhere in the middle i don't think it's possible to create a balance i god knows i tried i keep failing all the sides will understand each other the casual players the pv peers the r peers and stuff like that you know but i keep trying and it's basically my lens on discovery is to be somewhere in the middle try to get the sides uh, to understand each other and they will always be pissed it can can be that but i'm, I'm gonna keep trying to actually make them understand the other one and maybe even fly together you know
0: <laughs> yeah say, absolutely well, good good luck to that because yeah each each side they feel like they're they're right and and that <laughs> it has to be some kind of competition or some sort of argument when it it doesn't have to be you know it's just uh how about we just play well together and have fun with this together. And if it means that, you know, you have to sit and actually role play instead of PVP, or if that means that you actually have to, you know, maybe water down your, your role play a little bit, or you might have to PVP right away instead of role play, I you don't know, think it's it possible. seems like people you know, like, really stick to their guns and, and don't like to see a compromise. Becoming,
2: don't think about it as a job, unless, they're, unless they are a faction leader or an admin, you know, that is to think about like the impacts or death of what they do. Uh, people just do what they like, you know. I don't I don't think uh you just I tried many times, but uh, we make massive like in the first Armada we had a big incentive like 1.5 billion so just people should shoot, shoot uh, fight in fighting con. Not just for winning, but for dying in con, you get money, yeah. Right? You actually get in-game credits like in codes, literally. And people like the PvP, like one of the snowstorm <laughs> if you're listening, you know, <laughs> we had a big argument. It's like, oh, this is so stupid, you know, you should only reward wins. I was like, no point is not to get you aces to practice you sit in con all day you, you live there right I'm, I'm, I'm here sitting here and to get the guys that uh, only power trade you know that uh, <laughs> die in two seconds in a fight to actually go and die in two seconds in con actually put in some practice in, you know so you try those incentives people get excited in the first few days and then eventually some of them stick most of them though they go back and stick to their rp power trading or, or other stuff so I don't think the key is to make people do things that they don't want to do i think the key is to just try to make the sides understand each other's point of view you know just understand. yeah exactly i switched to check there not sure yeah why. bring
1: people together
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so basically try to try to get people yeah. to understand the <laughs> other side that they have different motivations that uh, there's just no way that you can force a, a rpr to go ahead and practice in con and that's okay you don't agree with them, you might avoid them, but that people will be okay with each other. That's basically like sure.
4: the goal, the ideal scenario that can happen. I don't think it's, we just can't force people doing what they don't want to do.
1: Right, for sure. <laughs> so, moving right along, now we know a little bit about Lemon. Uh, we're going to jump into our forum topic. Probably not gonna spend a ton of time on this, but did want to go over the hottest take on Disco, I guess, was this uh, post that came up yesterday by St. Dennis right before he took off. Um, this one was warning the community about the use of pulses as a means of regenning power core. And uh, this generated quite a lot of hype, a lot of negativity. Um, kind of want to ask you guys what you thought about the the actual game mechanic, first of all. It has an exploit. I, I'm actually and wondering what you guys before
2: before I tell, because um, I'm I'm, I'm really like um. So lemon, like, you've done a lot of not this one, but this it's not just this in isolation, right? The community post it basically pulls up on uh, the two sanctions uh, to Ninth Legion. So I'm wondering, what, what do you guys actually think? Uh, you know, uh, Zentor and Racer, what do you, what do we, what is your take on this one? Yes,
4: yeah. warning itself and the mechanic, you know, like the how
2: on the
1: warning itself understand? or. Okay, so my take on this is is this, as a game mechanic, has been in here as long as I've been here, as far as I know. And I've actually been in fights where people have purposely told me to shoot them so that they could regen their core. Like, it was just something that I was familiar with as being part of the way things were. And to me, if it was actually an exploit, it should have been worked out of the game mechanics by now, in my opinion. Um, and so I'm not sure why this... I, I guess because there's been a series of sanctions recently that has led to this coming up as a warning. Um, but I think that if this exists as a game mechanic and it's it's something seen so negatively by staff, then it should have been fixed at this point. Uh, it should have been patched out. And um, the warning obviously kind of came across as a little strange the way it did. Um, I think that it shouldn't have been presented the way it was. And um, I don't see why this couldn't have been either either patched out or put into the rules itself. But I don't see that this would be a very good rule, in my opinion, because it's something that you can't hardly keep track of. You're just going to take different people's hearsay and whatnot. And I, I heard that some people were saying, well, maybe because a lot of people have been posting a lot more videos lately, that it's easier to find people doing it. but. I don't think that it's it would be a very good rule. Okay. I think that we should try and focus on fixing if it if it's a game mechanic, mechanic we don't to want to see. Point. I mean, if it's inherently there, I don't think it's something you're going to be able to keep tracking and um, dealing with as a rule break, because it's just going to be round and round and round. I, I see this coming up in every single uh, cap fight. And when you get a bunch of caps together, it's going to be really hard to keep track of those types of things. And so I don't think that it should be made into a rule.
0: Yeah, and I, I agree. A lot of your points, I, I agree too. Um, yeah, especially with those, the you know, recently the big events going on where you got caps around. And, you know, it's it's just so I don't even know how you can track that. Um, you know, I, I just don't know the tools that admins and moderators have uh, to be able to, to track and see if it's happening. But um, I don't see yeah.
1: how it can't be fixed either, though. Like from well, a dev perspective, if they can't fix it with balance, it, it seems like it should definitely be a coding solution out there
0: yeah and i'm I'm with that too and, and but again you know i don't i don't know a lot about coding and i don't know a lot about like the the behind the scenes you know numbers and and letters that go into the game itself so I don't, it you know, might be something where maybe there is a fix but by fixing that it causes five more issues um and they just haven't found a, a fix for those issues yet so you know it, it could be a revolving door of 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 those things, so um, my my take on it it, it may be slightly controversial. Um, we've we've talked about you know this topic as far as the actual the pulse um, weapons re- regenerating the the power core, um, and I kind of take it to another um, subject or another person. Um, you know, we talked about Sally. Um, this person, Sally. I think everyone knows who Sally is at this point, and how they're always asking questions. You know, with the, with the rules and and different things like that. I come from NASCAR, and especially back in the day with with NASCAR, um you know they there was a lot of uh, you know, gray area in the rules. Um, you know if 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 there's a rule that's worded this way but you do something outside of the wording of that rule, they would do it. um and so there's a a, a phrase in NASCAR says, don't be a rule breaker, be a rule maker and so if you look at the nascar rule book, it's it's massive just because they have so many so many rules i could go on for hours all sorts of different fun stories but um so in in some regard i i respect um people that are able to find find these things um you know and then people like sally who are trying to find little niches and rules um to to an extent um you know if you know, say this patch rolls out in a few months here, um and it comes with new exploits with p v p or trading or mining whatever it is um I feel like there there should definitely be um some guidance around that as far as if you see an exploit, don't do it um you know for for sportsmanship and gamemanship of the game. just don't do it um but also to your point Zentor, after numerous patches and and multiple years, this this thing is still in the game to the point that fleets are actually using tactics around this exploit. Um, yeah, so, so I
1: was literally introduced to Cap Combat, like that, that this was a game mechanic, not that it was an exploit. Like, I didn't even know that this was seen as, like, a, a derogatory right. thing.
0: So how would you, how would you have felt, Zantor, if suddenly one day you log onto your ship and all your guns are gone, and you look at the sanctions and warnings and found out you've been sanctioned? You know?
1: Uh, yeah, so for this particular thing, I would be obviously perturbed and annoyed and would want to talk to the admin about that. Because, I mean, especially in this situation, I, as far as I know, it's not written anywhere. That is something that you cannot do. And uh, so if it's not written anywhere, then I would obviously contest this issue completely and uh, would want that reversed until either, A, it is put in stone as a rule which, like I said, I don't think this particular situation is a very good a good example of making a rule off of it, um, or B that it gets uh, patched out and uh, removed as the exploit that it is apparently.
0: So what if uh, what if there's a a thread on a forum and in the rules or somewhere, yeah, uh, known exploits, um, so things like the the power core regeneration with the pulse weapons or. Like power traders, they, um, you know, planet dive so and, there. And it's things like there, that. What the if way. there's just a list yeah, of so known exploits? It like, uh, um, would you have to be
1: hard coded in the uh, rules. You
2: can't uh, suicide trade okay. and stuff like that. So basically, they can
4: just add that. You know, when it comes to this, mm-hmm. right.
0: yeah, yeah. So some are, some mm-hmm. are, but like for example, this exploit, and I'm sure there's other exploits out there that are are not written down. Um, what if what if the admins made like an actual bonafide list, like remove, you know, specific rules in, in the rule book, you know, as far as like no pumping capital ships, you know, things like that. Instead, no use of exploits, the, you know, follow this list for known exploits, you know, things like that. So maybe not so much, um, Maybe not I think
1: so that a simpler solution is a simpler solution is always a better one, and I don't think we should make players have to go like go searching through lists of potential exploits. So I think it's something that, if it's an exploit, if it's a game mechanic, we need to try and hard fix it, and if we can't, then, like, put it in stone as a rule someplace or in into the actual rules, so that there's one centralized you know information piece for all of these things. But if there's more and more and more exploits i mean if we have to dig to go find them then i think that's an issue and you jump into way too many territories where people don't know you know and and they don't have they shouldn't be made to look through pages of forums to find them
0: yeah and it's it's for sure like this this specific bug um it it for sure is an issue You you can't have something like this for for years and years and then finally put the hammer down um you know, but but definitely, I, I think something should be out there for people um, like you, Zantor, when you first get introduced to to fleet combat, um, where you don't know, um, mm-hmm. you know, if if something you're you're doing something, you know, why why am I targeting my ally? You know, that that should never be the case in any combat. So, um, yeah. you know, a place where you could look and like, oh, this is a known exploit. I can get sanctioned for this. Um, you know, something like so, that will uh, well, help people not, It's um, kind of difficult, isn't um, it? I mean, so I what's think, your take uh, on this, Lemon? For
2: me, the, the, you know, first of all, this one will be fixed. Um, I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that uh, they will just hard remove uh, uh, draining power core with pulses. They will just remove it, which will remove also this. So it's not ideal, right? Uh, you will take away a legitimate feature. I use this almost every day, you know, when you shoot someone with pulses, it, uh, it removes part of their power core. Uh, this is the side effect of that so they will remove that you know but uh yeah th- th- this is uh, this is by the way uh, partly like people think dennis left because of this this was just a long time uh, burnout we can talk about that a little bit later basically uh this has been like a big topic recently and i'm not sure if you are aware but it mm-hmm. started with alucard and nineth legion who got uh, yeah basically what happened was that uh, he released his own yeah, video. I've a, I have a bit question about for that. you guys. Uh, do you think uh, how what should be the approach to people releasing their videos and then being sanctioned based on them you know without being talked to like literally he posts a video
4: second day he sanctioned do you think it's okay? Yes, they basically it happened. It
2: happened. So twice the big being sanctioned that, for what for um, content
1: of the video or uh, stuff that they do in the video. He
2: was using is that uh, he would shoot weapon and then select some other object. You know, and what happens is that uh, from the third person view, it seems like there's a massive desync. Like you feel the projectile is uh, flying somewhere completely different, right? they did this. There has been a massive uproar. They're like, "Oh, come on!" Like he's doing it with with pulses, and uh-huh. uh, he was saying he didn't know about it. And eventually, the sanction got like overturned. That's where the whole discussion started, right? This exploit where there's a massive desync. And uh, for me, don't I, I don't have any concrete proof, uh-huh. but I always thought that this is part of the game, you know? Like you said in the NASCAR, some of the aces on cups, they always like they seem to be able to do this and their heavy mortars would fly, like, completely somewhere else, I would get hit by them, you know. It wasn't just the small. It was, like, literally, like, 40 degrees, and I'm still hit by them. And I saw, like, the uh, the aces do this. And then I found out, oh, hang on. I always, like, was asking them, there must be some sort of method to this. You guys, are, you are so good. And I always, like, looked up to them, oh, you are pros. You, One of these tricks, you know, how to actually... Uh, make the big desync. uh, And then I found out, yeah, everyone was saying, no, 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 there's nothing like this. Then I found out in the discussion, you know, that, yeah, it actually exists. If you select a neutral object when you fire a a projectile, it actually has a huge desync. Someone thinks that it flies, you know, 45 degrees. So uh, it's it's very tough. And then more and more started coming. Uh, Then I think DTR got warned by, this is, I had no idea this exists. If you trade and you alt-tab, Your ship will appear to jump in space, you know. For others, you know about this. Yeah, they got warned for
1: this. (laughs) Have you heard of it? Oh, I didn't know that. No.
0: Yeah. It so happens to me once in a while because I'm yeah because especially for like um out in some systems where there's no trade lanes, um I'll have it in windowed mode, uh, windowed mode rather, and uh, I'll alt tab, and sometimes like it'll it'll look like your screen is frozen and so what it is it's a it's a desync from the server and so if you were to look at my ship at that time it would literally look like my ship is in one space or in one spot in space and not moving at all and so when i click back yeah, yeah. to the window it'll then be where i'm supposed to be so am might really I might be- then 20 K away. Yeah. So people use it. I, I try to, if I see that, I, I try to click back in the game real quick and I don't, I don't know the sequence of, of how to do it. It's just for me, it seems to randomly happen. So I, I try to, if I see it, I try to click back in the game real quick and then I'll tab out again. Um, but some people have it down to a science um, to where they're, once they get into a system, they, you know, go to, um, know, and then they'll know, do that. The question here. So then, um, I think this one will be fixed able to as well. I think
2: came to the chat Holy and crap! he says, okay, we'll be able to fix this one. So the ship will appear in the same place. Yeah. That's, that's the problem. If you don't have an extensive list of things like this one, you know, you never will realize someone actually cheated. I, I, I've seen this hundreds of times, hundreds of times i go into mm-hmm. a system and someone for example you know there's like these orp grudges oh we hate you pirates and stuff like mm-hmm. that and i was like oh okay yeah he, he disconnected oh he had a he had the lag you know oh uh, didn't see anything by it and it's been done to me like hundreds of times right and you don't even know about this so you never think twice you don't even like report them and you do it yourself as well as exactly as you said i i have two monitors i do something else when i trade because i'm not a maniac like you that would enjoy trading okay <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> my life is too short I have to watch a show or something or do some work uh, so I'm always <laughs> <dumb>. <laughs> I always jump in <laughs> and then I'm also lazy right I don't want to print screen and then copy I just <laughs> I, I have to, I have to uh, <laughs> if you check my DSAs uh, like five times uh, during an interaction I swap it in full screen and, and a windowed mode because I uh, use my screen grabber that uploads directly you know so yeah and that's the thing. If you if you don't know that uh, these are the exploits and you do them, then it happens to you what yeah. happened to Alucard, right? You basically, in good faith, you record yourself playing. Uh, you you basically do something you didn't know that you 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 weren't aware that this is something that's banned. You didn't even know that the mechanic exists. It happened to him twice in a row. Literally, the same guy. First, it was the desync thing when he was just uh, clicking random objects, mm-hmm. uh, and then they assumed that he must have a macro. Because uh, his uh, second his primaries were chain firing mm-hmm. a little bit too well. The pattern was the same. Now they're finding out that maybe it was like interrupted the uh, pattern, you know. But this is the thing. These, I think, these things, uh, if you can fix them, obviously priority. I think yeah, those two things will be fixed. The jumping up early losses, it will be fixed. And we'll do like the workaround uh, around the pulse thing by simply not removing the mechanic altogether. Basically, nerf bosses a little bit. Uh, but if you can't fix it, I, I think you just have to list it because people will just by accident, uh, it will seem like they're doing no purpose when they are not aware of that, you know, uh, you will never notice like, like me hundreds of times, the, the same traders always jumped when I was around that. I was like, all right, you know, they must have disconnected. No big deal. I'll get them next time, you know. Uh, but then you have a small like amount of population that is using these exploits in the game and uh, everyone else is none the wiser they have no idea is happening to them they might actually do it by accident record themselves and the people that know about this they will then go ahead and report and sanction them you know like has happened and i think this is this basically led the uh, the, the community warning it led uh, into this. It wasn't in isolation. It was basically the admins weren't sure what to do because the negative if you put it into the rules is that people will suddenly know how to do it, right? So if you have the desync bug, you put it in. Suddenly, like uh, uh, someone who comes from Rebirth, you know, the, the server that doesn't give right. a, a single damn about rules and stuff like that, they come in and they will suddenly be desyncing and do it again noobs who will never report them and stuff like that. I think it was, this is was like a conundrum for the admins, because they don't want to list it, so they are worried. Uh, you know, there can be sometimes paranoia and stuff, and people will be abusing it. We will have to, we have extra work on our hands that people will start reporting each other, you know, every time someone disconnects, you know. So, uh, and there was a massive backlash, from me as well, by the way, because I know Alucard, right. I basically believed him. And uh, they they didn't talk to him. They watched his YouTube video. They instantly banned him from for three months and took all his ships. You now, like without mm-hmm. even asking him. Hey, like I wear you what you're doing, you know? And they did it again. You know, two weeks later with the macro, it's again being discussed. Again, it will probably be like lessened
4: or uh, overturned because the evidence is not conclusive. Uh, basically, that led to the community warning.
1: right i think i think uh yeah th- this is really good points here um and i think that the, the the lesson that we should definitely take away is that you should you should use the rules or you should a- administer the rules rather with good faith um and assume that p- players are i mean i know that this can be really criticized but assume that players are you know doing things with good intentions and if they don't know then they don't know and you know you should at least try to communicate yeah. that better communication like you were saying that they were they lay down the hammer without really even communicating or asking him if he even was aware of the situation. So yeah, in those situations, video, you really you know, got to just kind of give them the benefit of the doubt. Share. I you're think at least, especially insane, if they don't have a history safe, like of offenses. Of so um, Wait,
2: you're banning them anyway, right? <laughs> you're banning them anyway. Why don't you? You know who they are. You watch their freaking YouTube channel. You know what they have posted. They mm-hmm. like, Ask them. Hey, what the hell? If they can't explain, okay, bye. You know, like <laughs> it's, it's that simple. This is why the community was born guided, mm-hmm. by the way, guys. This was it. I'm 90% sure that this was the process. Because when they right. they handed out to individual I... uh, sanctions like this, it was overturned. There was a massive backlash. So like, okay, we can't we can't do it this way, right? And there was a actually a violation report on someone again from their own video. Uh, there was even hidden chat that was telling me, okay, shoot me, I'm gonna recharge my core, you know. It was like hidden, it was a violation report. And uh, if the Alucard stuff didn't happen, they would just do a sanction to the person. They were like, okay, mm-hmm. this 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 somehow isn't working. Let's try something different. And I just put it out, warn the community. We're, we're not going to say exactly what the exploit is, you know. So they tried something different and <laughs> obviously it backfired. Uh, I think most of us probably agree that this this wasn't mm-hmm. uh, fortunate I'm just telling you. I understand the thought process of the admins. They are just, as you said, sometimes it's not here. Uh, we don't have the good faith. They don't assume the good faith of the players. I Was the worry that if you list those exploits, people will just exploit them around the clock? You know, they tried something different, and it
4: basically didn't work out. You know, that's right. uh, they will. I'm um, for sure they will change the approach going forward.
0: certainly that's something i never thought about as well Lemon, what you're talking about like if we do list them then that gives a list of things for people Mm -hmm. to exploit um you know if they're not you know for whatever reason if they're not good at pvp or whatever you know maybe maybe i might browse through that list to uh you know maybe maybe get a little better but uh you know and zentor you you said something as well you know just about uh You know you're doing these exploits and suddenly they're they're coming out with these sanctions and and bans and everything and we we've talked about it on the show before discovery making big swings you can't have something that is you know quote unquote acceptable you know as far as a a tactic or something that's being done in pvp and then suddenly people start getting sanctions and warnings and bans for for doing this thing you can't do a big swing like that there has to be some sort of program in place where you start putting out warnings and, and, you know... Well, on kinda... that
1: same note though, Ray, so you do have to consider the fact that perhaps some or all the admins are not even aware oh, no, no, no. that you're not aware that this, like, you know, St. Dennis, I don't think, as far as I'm aware, uh, does a lot of fleet combat, so... If he sees, you know, somebody in videos that are saying, like, hey, shoot me with your pulses, like, he might see are that as nefarious, I, I whereas no somebody idea. like well, me is, or is Lemon,
2: like a who, I mean, I don't do a lot of caps, but I was introduced to, to this tactic a long time ago, so and I, I thought that it was just a, part a, of the any, game. All those recent exploits, I had no idea they exist, right? Like, I didn't even know
4: macro still. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: I didn't know anything about the rubber band thing you were talking about, but I did know about the pulses. And oh, and right. so I, you know, my perspective coming into this is I thought that this was just part of the game mechanics that we were just all aware and, and use, you know? And so somebody like Dennis might not know that. I mean, he, he doesn't do cap fights and, you know, he sees that he's like, might jump to this is nefarious um, just because of his game perspective. And so Yeah. I think it comes down to communication and making sure that we're all like on the same page and assuming, especially if they don't have a history of rule breaks, that maybe they weren't aware that this is not acceptable. So good point there.
0: My rebuttal to that would be exactly what you said. Communication. Um, You know, I, I totally understand that even me, like I'm not really into PVP circles once in a while, I'll, I'll do some PVP or I'll, I'll go to con, but um, for, you know, Kind of medical reasons i can't do a lot of pvp at least for a long extended period of time um so i'm not familiar with pvp but i feel like as as an admin and by extension this goes to developers and moderators as well your job is to know what's going on within the community so that means getting outside of your zone getting outside of your wheelhouse at times going out and talking to people and figuring out what it is that they're doing um so that you know that where you know St Dennis or whoever um you know they don't do PVP or they don't do fleet combat um I, i'm sorry but that's you know at some point the the player base needs to put a standard on on the admin team the, the staff team because standards are put on us we've got that rule book um but a standard needs to be put on staff and you know once in a while they've got to get out of their shell and they've got to look around see what's going on in the community and that means having to do something you may not enjoy doing um, but you got to get into these circles. You have to figure out what people are doing. Um, and whether if, if that's, um, you know, creating a, a, a thread for, for, you know, developer feedback or game mechanic feedback, you know, whatever it is that they got to do, um, if they want to try to do it passive, but that's, that is something I, I, I find no excuse for that. You know, that's not, something's going back similar to going back to NASCAR, you know, um, you know, the, the, the. They do inspections around these cars, and, and there's officials that are walking around the garages all the time. And what they're looking for, they're looking for new things that teams are doing to their cars to get an unfair advantage. Admins Sir, be but doing that. I maybe thing. we do
1: have to give them a, a, a grain of, you know, the, like you still might miss stuff, even if you did do all that. And, I mean, this is, you know, their hobby. This isn't definitely not their job or whatever. But. I mean, certainly talking to people and getting information and feedback is is super super helpful. And I don't think the staff has ever really asked for enough feedback. In it. But um, uh, I I do think your um, your approach just now was maybe a little harsh. Um, we we do want to like you know if I became an admin right now, I wouldn't really change the the part of the game that I normally operate within. Um, I would. Obviously, want to listen to people as much as possible, and I I do communicate a lot with the community, but you know I I can't expect I I don't think that somebody should expect me to know about all the snub ins and outs stuff because I don't do that stuff, and even if I were to be an admin. I mean, I would try to become yeah, aware yeah, of what is being I, used and what's not, but yeah, if I, if you I know, we do have in, to think, like, just assume the best about people, I guess, is the takeaway. You know, um, yeah, I'm not sure if you guys know this, sure.
2: but uh, he plays Galia and uh, I play Galia and without uh, GMS, uh, FLG would never exist, you know, because <laughs> GMS are Galia, so I talk to him a lot. Um, I don't think this is it. I'm, I'm pretty sure that he basically listened to haste. He listened to the guys that actually do PvP, right. and they told him that this is an exploit, right? So, and then he tries to deal with it because he's the only actual real uh, active admin. And I think this is this has been this is why I think. Uh, first of all, I don't really mm-hmm. feel any like re- regrets with uh, Dennis leaving. I think that it's just natural. Mm-hmm. He just spent so much time, you know. His his birthday is coming up. He's literally the number one history uh, administrator and discovery no one will freaking replace them some people told me that his hundred thousand posts are a, a joke but I don't I, I don't think so I want to believe you know I believe in Santa I'm gonna believe in those hundred thousand posts that uh, he made on the forums and <laughs> and he's he's basically the he's the face of someone uh, who I think is they are absolutely real yeah completely yep. outside of his circles. Um, trust me, I'm obviously big PvP uh, respawn event fan, right? And Dennis is the exact opposite. It's like, oh, you people have mm-hmm. fun there. Um, that's a, I was like, oh, Dennis, oh, this awesome. We had like we had, uh, in Omicron New, we had a 60, pe- 60 people, you know, constant <laughs> for over an hour, and it's like, oh yeah, 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 you kids have fun. You know, it sounds like fun sarcasm you know, he's like, oh, this I I he's always like, I hate these events. It's stupid, you know. Why do you need Why do you need an event to play the game? Just play the game, right? <laughs> you know. <laughs> but uh, the thing is uh, that he always came right. If you needed a plugin, uh, v- uh, Jeff would know this. That um, Dennis was uh-huh. the one who implemented the PvP plugin. Something he completely like disagrees with. <laughs> he doesn't respawn PvP events is uh, the complete opposite of what Dennis does. But he was the guy. We we'll listened to, to Jeff. Uh, yeah. Jeff helped us with the code by the way. Uh he came to him, he implemented the code. Uh none of the mods came by the way. We asked the mods, oh, can you come announce the response? We just PM Dennis, oh yeah, okay, I come, you know. <laughs> just asking, him, can you announce the response start, mm-hmm. response end? He's like, Oh, I, I guess you are having fun or whatever. And he went back to like GMS trading, you know. I called him, Can you like end this event? He's like, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that again he is irreplaceable but I don't think that people yeah. should, like feel regret <laughs> I do think that for him spoke to him <laughs> it is the natural time to just step down to to have fun he's done enough for the community he was the like the teacher in the kindergarten that uh, we didn't appreciate enough you know that's the role of the teachers i think it's time for him to have fun so again one more time i, I know i already said that don't say like don't make the uh, leaving post from admin any about drama don't say like all oh, these bastards with these exploits no it was like a long-term thing he deserves, you know, his retirement. Playing Galia and for FLG to hand them out uh, toilet paper, which he every time calls our propaganda that we give them, you know. <laughs> <laughs> every time. This is how it's San Dennis. You know, uh, 90% of the people I uh, pirate in Disco is San Dennis.
1: Really? I didn't know that. They
2: always are so thankful. Thank you so much. I just <laughs> needed this toilet paper and <laughs> the propaganda. So, yeah, so San Dennis, listen, uh, appreciate him. Exactly. I appreciate him. Don't be sad that he's yeah. leaving. I think it's just the right time, basically. Uh, you know, I think it's time so for Dennis has a great sense of humor. Will, will oh. there be admins as good as him that can actually listen, be open, and be active as much as him? No, they won't be there. Uh, the admin team will be worse. He is irreplaceable. I don't think there should be any drama out of that. Simply say thank you, Sam Denise. It was the right time. God knows he's done. He's done enough.
4: And. Uh, yep.
2: <laughs> he went through heavy yeah he was the heavy decision if you if you scroll down to
1: the every staff decision, member goes super the, and like, he's, he's had eight were, years of being an admin and so i respect it was thank one of those like
2: ogs it. that actually banned them you know so he goes a really long way back and he still works with these people you know <laughs> it is and he still he still works with them so if you are an <laughs> aspiring admin, listen i know I know That's it's a, fun.
1: A meme. Like, I know it's
2: fun to be edgy. We have we have so like, so many mods. You know, I won't name many names. That they do the mod work, but they go into the chat. They troll. They have very polarized opinions. Very simplistic opinions. Instead of asking questions, you know. Um, I know it's for fun, and this is your form of payment that you get to be edgy. But if you can, if you can fight a little bit, remember this old old timer. Right who was the most legendary admin in Disco, who was asking questions, who was actually helping out uh, with his precious time with those idiotic respawn events. He would never play because it's the worst thing ever. I think that basically people like that, we need to keep the community going. Someone that uh, doesn't approve, doesn't enjoy what the other, uh, the other people do. He doesn't want to do it, would never do it in a million years. But he understands it. And if
4: he's on staff, he actually helps them out so they can have fun, even though he completely disagrees with the necessity of it.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I I think that he did a fantastic yes, job. Let's on move there. on.
2: Let's and, move on, guys. Come on. We talked about too but much thanks, NASCAR. Thanks you know, to too, him, way too much NASCAR today. Um, I do think that this
1: particular topic got way <laughs> too much out of
0: hand as form topics. Hang on. Are really you me
2: that, so the next topic is NASCAR?
0: <laughs> <right>? <laughs> oh, no, there, there's never too much NASCAR we're we talking about. We got to kick this guy off the show. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> oh yeah of course on to the next stuff. no uh, actually, i actually have a uh take on this here real quick you know just uh, as far as saint dennis uh specifically um so i i do echo what you guys are saying um you know anytime i I started up a faction or had uh any sort of request or um even pms uh saint dennis always within 24 hours i can't think of uh one time where it went a few days with with nothing um you know i i felt like he was always kind of on the ball and and really uh, a a good for the community um however i i don't think i quite get behind how he's uh um irreplaceable um one of my takes about the community as a whole is um you know recruiting people to the staff i think there are people in this community that um may may not be as good as saint dennis in some regards but may even be better in in other regards so i, I don't want to put like a um like this guy is the best and this guy is the best i think we all come um with a with a buffet of skills and, and traits that can be a good for the community and um you know if, if if it is burnout which i do agree with i i think the guy just just got burnt out and um i mean shoot even we as players we we get burnt out just from um, dealing with with the, the typical, you know, without saying names, the, the typical people that um, kind of sour the mood. But, uh, you know, to to that regard as well, I think it would help to recruit um, and bring more people into staff. Now, does that mean have uh, a staff panel of, of 10 admins? No, we'll maybe have two or three top admins, but then have people under that in a sub admin role that can pick up the slack of, um, you know, or do the more mundane tasks of of being an admin. Um, I think there is room to grow the the staff team in discovery, which could alleviate some of that stress on on admins and moderators and developers for that matter. Um I well, rarely certainly at
1: the least if it can increase our communication between the everybody, that would be great.
0: Definitely, yeah. Or even um, you know, this is an idea that's just uh, you know thought of earlier today, but even like a liaison role, you know, somebody, you know. You know, kind of going back to talking about um, admins being involved with with things outside of their circles. Well, maybe they have people on their staff that um, okay that's my pvp guy that's my econ guy that's my mining guy and that's my science exploration guy you know um maybe reach out to these feedback people yeah yeah i mean sh- i mean shoot Zentor, your your people is the community cuz you you reach out to everybody and and uh by I me mean, I mean, that's that's what you do and then you, know, you do reach out to people outside of the circles as well i think there needs to be overall more of that so i think um in this case, if that was done, maybe that means that St. Dennis would still be an admin. He doesn't feel as much burnout because he doesn't do as much. Or, you know, maybe he still leaves around this time because he's uh you know, he is just absolutely burnt out from doing this for eight years. But uh <laughs> um yeah, I definitely think there needs to be changes in the the staff of the community which would help um you know with hey, the burnout. Start recruiting of our stuff. now. <laughs> yes, start recruiting. Um, but yes, I definitely echo what you guys said. I have I've had my own issues with Saint Dennis. I won't I won't talk about it on the show, but, uh, um, I've, I've had my issues with him. I felt like we were able to talk through them and, and get through them. I definitely have my, um, I'm critical about him, but Hey, I'm critical about everybody, including myself. So, um, but yeah, definitely, uh, I don't think this, this should be like, um, you know, like a, like a sad or angry moment you know I, I feel like this is one I, I of those doubt uh, it. I really think moments where you know somebody <laughs> I, great I is going a, in retirement but you know quite honestly a, like i would be not be surprised a, if a, the guy's back break. in a few months you know maybe he just and needs so a break i, will, and I, will, you know, I really doubt it and, uh, yeah
2: uh, i will talk about events I think if you guys don't know, I've done a bunch of them. I work with all sorts of different events, even that Jeff can actually the run
1: better, uh,
2: And one thing is events and admins and events makers. The uh, the problem with being an admin and especially making events is it's a brutally thankless thing. You know, like no matter what happens, every single event people will complain. Um, unlike when you have a faction, when you're a dev, right? Like uh, when you're a dev, like Reeves talked about it. Listen, mm-hmm. I'm a dev now. And I'm restarting Xenos, right? I'm adding like a, oh, yeah. a docking point, And obviously you start there because you know them, you are deaf, you start with that. But being an admin, you just hurl out negativity. You're like, oh, listen, you fucked up. You know, you use this exploit that Haste is telling me that I have to now sanction you for, you know, <laughs> it's my name out there. I'm putting out the, the actual sanction. Events are an extreme because um, even if it's, even if it is your own function, um, uh, like conception mm-hmm. of the big ones that the ones that are actually successful you have to think about a lot of variables you have to uh, come together like omicron new we had like five people working on that one you know uh, and it's pretty much never worth it so i think that the staff turnaround is most brutal with events we had jami probably don't remember him guys uh, Kloppy was doing events he said that he enjoys them but he also like he's gone uh we had other guys as well but i think like four admins left that were active on events you know skorak was the same like he got pissed because the feedback from for one event you know i think it was a big reason why he actually left so when it comes to events you need the people that are crazy enough to actually spend their time organize them and uh, i'm (laughs) sorry to be negative here but if you're thinking about organizing events it's it's not gonna be worth it for you okay doing it literally uh, for the community it will never go the way uh, that you want it uh, but it's basically one of the most vital things you know you just you just need people to do them. I'm not sure how to actually award them. I actually am really glad that what you're doing Zentor, and what haste is doing with making them easier uh, with the pop-up menus and stuff like that that's definitely gonna be better and better but yeah uh, events are vital. the biggest problem with events is the organizers find them who actually want to. Organize events, and who will not burn out after a couple? It just happened every single time with admins, especially. So yeah, being an admin, it's very difficult. Events is the exhibit A of selfless, tedious uh, work where everything, uh, something will go wrong every single time, and that's why I don't think it's yeah. easy for the staff to find admins. They need to find someone active. They need to uh, find someone who will be balanced, who will listen to other people. For example, with Dennis, we disagreed many times. You always listen to me, right? Like he listened to my point of view you know and as i told you he even helped out with stuff he completely hates in the end you know god knows that we had many arguments as well uh so you need someone like that he has to be active and they have mm-hmm. to basically be completely selfless and do this job and events are some of the toughest things to do because there's so many variables you have to think about uh that it's very tough to have like one even one person doing them constantly it's gonna be tough I'm not sure what the solution is there, but uh, yeah, I think that's that's the problem with admins, because you get basically nothing for being an admin, you know, you have some sense of power, but you don't get any pixels, uh, you don't get to change the game permanently, you know, it's like uh, when a dog pisses on the corner, that's what devs do and systems do, right? <laughs> Even though people, again, hate it and disagree with you, at least you have your mark on the game. I think that's the problem from admin perspective you have to trust mm-hmm. people and have all these attributes that you know that they actually have to have you know so it's tough and
4: events are the number one topic where it's showing that it's very difficult to get to people organizing them
0: Well, yeah,
1: event it, event coordination is definitely a quick burnout path. Uh, what were we what we're we going to say racer?
0: Um, you know, just as far as what what I was talking about with uh, you know, doing admin work or events and how it's how it's thankless. Um, yeah, I mean that's uh, that's why it's special when uh, someone comes along and they they want to <laughs> do the work because, you know, it's not really something that that you want to do. It's not a glorious okay. position. You're you're not going to receive um, you know, praise by everybody. You're going to piss some people off and um, you're gonna make some some people unhappy. That that's just the nature of the beast. You have to do it because there's there's something greater than yourself. And in this case, it's this game freelancer. It's the community. Um, that that's what it, that's the thing that is greater than yourself. So whether it's you're doing public service, um, nonprofit organization work, um, you know, your uh, I can't think of the word, but uh, wow, um drawing a blank here, but where you, you go out and uh, yeah, volunteer, yeah. volunteer, you go out to, or yeah, you go out volunteer. Um, you know, you, you're not doing it necessarily for the thanks or, or for the, uh, for the praise you're doing it because. Doing it or, altruistically. They said
2: yeah. Yeah. I said this, I said this three years ago, um, like literally half a year into discovery. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but,
0: but even going to the point of, of events and, and having admins, why not have like a sub admin role for that? You know, that can, do, that can run the plug. Uh, yeah.
1: I've also propped up this idea too. Yeah. Actually, and that's, and that's said exactly coming
0: to my point is, yeah, you can have like, you know, two or three or four top top admins that are kind of like fitting the role of like the tunicle St. Dennis, um, Gary Jackson, he was here, you know, f- filling, filling those roles as kind of head of, of community, um, but have those sub roles where, you know, you, instead of reaching out to those guys right away, reach out to these other guys. Because then, what they can do is say, Oh, okay, th- this is a good idea. Let me get a hold of, you know, whoever, St. Dennis. Let me get a hold of St. Dennis. Let me get approval. And then, you know, let- let's make this happen. Um, so now, St. Dennis doesn't have to do the things. Um, you know, he can still focus on the more important things or even take a break, focus on his personal stuff. So, um, yeah, absolutely, 100%. There needs to be sub roles of admins and even moderators events, you know, there's events no reason are, why uh, um, there can't be the, the uh, is, you, why, you know people like moderator roles like just, just fly ago, around right, and check so things out be you in invisible um, exactly what you um, say you know, and is, then they report uh, to the main uh, moderator they don't have
2: staff. to give a give a uh, you know, crap so. about sanctions right they don't have to sanction people they don't have to do the admin. The problem is like if you become an admin and <laughs> there's so much work undone now basically 90% of admin work was done by Dennis right so if they bring an admin in who can do it they're like oh can you do this can you do that right
4: but Exactly, I agree with this. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 absolutely.
4: And it's not just, by right. the way, it's not just for the. Uh, it's
2: not just like a lot of staff are thinking. Oh, if I'm going to be there, an should event, be a dedicated
1: events admin. I have to come up my with event. I actually think there was, that this was the one. Now it actually, actually, actually set out. out.
2: Jeff, Jeff, that is oh, not now. here. Unfortunately, uh, he has somewhat. Yeah, he somewhat fulfilled the role of this recently. That players knew, you know. It, no official role. He was just like playing with the code. Uh, people knew that they can come to him. Yeah, we got to come back, and again. he will write the <laughs> code for them. And then you had Dennis. He would just send it to him, and
4: Dennis just plugs it into the server, right? So, mm-hmm. yes, yes. So people would know that
2: if I want a community event, listen, I want a community event. Yes, yeah, so you in, could you know, farm the, the creation events because, you to know, the community, why? and then your <laughs> you advanced admin would we'll just, just be the guy to hook so, it up. Uh, basically, yeah. community events. If you wanted to, would have, as as it happens, again, we started doing this with some of the respawns, uh, but you would have some extra, for example, mm-hmm. to spawn a POB, and it would be a community event. And you have one guy that would, would not have to care, take care of sanctions, he would not have to warn people in Bastille, he'll only be there basically two days to facilitate player ideas, come to him, Help them out with the plugin. I know Zentor, you're doing great work on it actually being straightforward. So it it can be uh, what Eraser said. After that is done, the interface where you don't have to code it in hard, hard code it in, uh, it will be easier to be done by a lot more people. To actually have someone who is dedicated to this, you know, and, and then if, for example, the, the POBs can't, uh, I know Einar is actually working on this. There are people on stuff that are working on this. Mm-hmm. And they can reach out to someone, but they are the events coordinator. You know who can help them out with the technical side and stuff like that. Yeah, I think it's absolutely necessary. Uh, they will probably burn out anyway. You know, <laughs> even though they work on only on events, it's just it's like the dark arts teacher in the uh, in Harry Potter. You know, like this is how I feel like. You become the events co- coordinator. You gotta leave like within one semester. Mm-hmm. You gone from Discovery, not just with the admin team.
4: But gone. This happened.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: i didn't get that reference right away
1: (laughs) so yeah i was actually i was brought back in with haste uh to the development team i was trying to find this niche actually and part of why i was brought back was to spearhead events coordination but immediately i like started tackling writing an events editor which is what i'm working on at the moment and that way we can actually plug these in a lot easier and quicker and um but yes, I think that there should be somebody that's that's dedicated exactly. that has the access that they need to create all this stuff and not have to like rely on another admin and uh, just be that go-to guy for. It used to for be. Do prefer game master, to, 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 so, no, that no, game master? Too, the, the, game Game The word
0: admin, like especially with back? discovery, it's just I don't know. It's, it, I equate it to like you know the sheriff or you know like something bad, almost like the the principal. You know, you don't want to.
4: GMs, I prefer
1: admins, honestly. I I don't think of it as the sheriff like you do. So my previous, my experience with admins from Freelancer way back when, when I first came to Freelancer in 2005 or whatever, is we had um, a staff of admins and they each had like an area that they oversaw. Like as far as moderating and everything, we did have a really strong team of moderators that would try and keep players in line, Mm -hmm. both on... Like back then we had Ventrilo we had one central Ventrilo and then we had the game in-game moderators. but um our admins like they each had like an area of gameplay that they were over and we had one that was specifically a tournaments and events admin. and so I always thought of them as like like pillars of the leadership of the community at that time. We didn't have dedicated um, we didn't have devs that were like in the position that they are on discovery. We had a a circle of contributors that added to the mod but the events we had, you know, an events admin—they all still did some of like sanctions and warnings type stuff. They kind of shared the load, but they—we didn't have a, a a ton of those. Um, I, I think anyway,
2: there's to, like, right? <laughs> for the big like hammer people on. the admins
1: about had their own events, little I, I know, area of games don't that don't they were know over.
2: Anything about them? I think we uh, I think we talked about it enough,
1: though. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, I think that uh, I got everything I needed out of that, particularly. Racer, do you have any questions for Lemon on this?
0: Um, no, not really any any questions. Just, uh, yeah, let let the community do the sure, work. one thing yeah, I want to say is, uh, you know, What's you guys just, just plug in the cables. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'd they could certainly it. be a, a balance check. Like, okay, we're not going to hand out credits for this. This is
0: hundred million dollars, but, like
1: uh, real yes. life dollars, yeah?
0: Well, yeah, but, like, you know, if... if yeah, if the first armada <laughs> wants to put in, like you know, hundred million as as a as a credit, you know, things like that. But um,
2: one last one last thing, yeah. I want to give shout out to the forty sixth fleet, fifth fleet. Yeah, real life, I will participate uh, in I every single event. <laughs> uh, <laughs> event. Idea because uh, they're starting out. We'll I do First in the armada. She's not very
0: used
2: to this. I think it's really good that they made a chain of free events because it basically allows you to fuck up in the first one. There were like clear issues with the design of it. Uh, but basically, you, you try it out, right? And then you can fix it for the next one. So they're making it better. And then if you you screw up as well, then you can jump out to the third one. And I think the third event in this chain, you know, I think that's going to be like a, an amazing event for sure. Hopefully, people will still keep interest. That's a sometimes problem with events. You have the same theme, it, it drops off by 30 to 50, sometimes even 80%. Uh, but. For for those guys to actually try making events, I think it's a really good
4: idea to just make a chain and uh, you know adapt and mm-hmm. change that. Which one? You have to be more specific.
0: So, are you aware oh, Lennon, really? that you uh, Zentor and I almost derailed your first event? <laughs> the new he's <laughs> never the new one new. <laughs> the uh, the one in knew the uh the the, event. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so when uh when the npc started showing up and everyone was was kind of trying to ban the you uh you eliminated the the um The respawn. So once you're you're dead, you're dead. Oh, Um, I I want to say all the nomad NPCs were around. So Zentor and I were flying around in camera ships,
2: ships and for
0: whatever reason, they uh, kept aggroing us. Whatever, whatever you say. uh, So then,
2: if you make any videos or say anything, it will be used against you. So be very
4: careful. (laughs) Be very careful what you say. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Rip.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Ace has discovered our podcast yet, but
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how don't, many don't, like quote unquote heads of state have. Uh, worry about it.
1: There was, a, there was really only one big listening issue listening
0: in or tuning in event. or anything. But, what uh, you guys, but, uh, issue, but,
2: but you guys, it wasn't a big. But, but uh, no, I mean,
0: but I mean, that's we weren't, we weren't doing it on, like on purpose or anything. We were just. Well, Dentor was recording. I kept trying to record it, my recording
2: getting messed up. But no, we don't have much time. I know. Uh, yeah 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 so let's let's uh you had the last topic the official factions guys obviously i'm as as you know i'm a i'm a faction whore you know I, i'm one or two i yeah, right. three ofs and i did wonder that uh, too i run unofficial factions so i have very clear ideas about this but what do you guys think you know us primarily traders what the hell is the point of an OF
4: for a trading faction what is your opinion on this
1: I my opinion is is the state of official factions is fairly sad and gimped, and I don't think that they have a huge um, incentive to to actually form largely these days. Uh, I, I think that they need a few more toys and better incentivization in, a, in order to get people to actually go towards Yeah, I, listen, I, listen I also to think, you have to reply like as we talked to, about in our last you know, episode, within, that there should be better banks, requirements for keeping your official status because you know? <laughs> I think that a lot of them finally get <laughs> well, it and then one they one just thing. fall off and they go become ahead, Rachel, ghosts and they're just corpse factions. Yeah,
4: I know, I know. You, you, People have been trying to do this all the time. yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah,
0: and and that for the record, that was that was just a, a crude template. You know, you, you add add numbers, or even like yeah, or even like you could ping as many times as you want. But like maybe after a week, you get a warning, and then after two weeks, the faction gets a a, a ding for activity, or something like. But yeah, I, I definitely agree that something needs to be done aside from just um, the on server activity. Um, and my my take on on official factions, similar to Zentor, um, right now they're they're not really worth it. Um, I, I'm sure people know by now, or at least people within the, the circles I operate in, um, Jericho and I have restarted, uh, or started up a universal shipping faction. Um, we got, you know, Zentor and a few others that are helping out, pitching in with it too. But, uh, you know, so, and our goal is officialdom. Um, we're not really shooting for any perks or anything. There's nothing, um, you know, that comes with officialdom. That uh, we're really shooting for, other than just the fact that we we want to be the the main um, liberty primary trading voice. faction, and yeah, yeah, okay. the primary voice. Um, we don't really care to get into the government or, or not. If honestly, if we don't even get an invitation, I don't mm-hmm. think so, that's a loss at all. Um, But it's it's to fill a void. Um, I, 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 Honestly, then, uh, I was wondering. You know, from the Arizona I don't question. know if you know this or not, but our plan I, is also to the, go to uh, Bretonnia and <laughs> Pusari and Rhyme and, and, and Galia. We're going to make trending factions everywhere. Game <laughs> everywhere. Some I we need some freaking laugh.
4: But, Girl, um, like no, it's... Is... Yes? Hello? Yeah.
0: Yeah, so we... We did kind of think about it. Um, so the so the main reason for universal, so first off, um Jericho and I, we we came from USI back when it was called USI, now it's called US with a, with a straight slash or whatever. Um we we left under bitter terms um did just did some other things um, yeah, but, but uh, universal know, I, is kind uh, of our, I, I our first, love. first love and uh you with know, with the current official faction not really being active on, we know? thought this is a good Forget opportunity to come in and the to, to, to fill that you void something else. um
2: Go to so, it, so i can we're... pirate you and give you hand you my toilet paper propaganda as i do with can okay so... <laughs>
0: no no see you IDF get, win, IDF get,
1: win.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, Packy yeah. is the best 5Ker anyway. Packy for the win. <laughs> no,
0: you you can't move on. You've got you've got to look at the the faction Facebook <laughs> and stalk their <through> Instagram. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> I'm I'm getting very dark. Um, no, it's it's just uh yeah it's our first love and you know but but maybe you know maybe one day you know if we get this ball rolling and and things kind of simmer down with it uh yeah maybe we go to galley we so we did talk about um jericho and i we did talk about possibly going up um and and being idf but i think at that time there was an idea faction
2: i think, I think you, um, FL, you know, like the yeah. like, I hey, up, you know maybe maybe factions, it's in the like cards we'll I, I think, think we'll see what we happens after this patch.
0: And, uh, no, three, okay. um, you know, First, first off, we'll
2: if, Samura, if right? I know the uh, game is still playable, I, I the then we'll... All right, racer. Uh, <laughs> Kusari revolves around Samurai and Kishiro, right? So the entire house is basically dead because it's not there. The whole story is, is built around these trading factions. Controlling the government and and being corrupt, so you know th- these are actually important to have RPing factions there. The other uh, other trading factions that I do think that it makes sense that they would try to RP a lot and, and try hard are EFL and Ajira. Ajira basically runs Liberty. You know, it's like an absolutely vital corporation. It's not being used like the Trade Land Wars. Yeah, uh, I know exactly. That's why you have to come in. You guys who are psychopaths who like trading for whatever reason, you know, <laughs> you come in and you jump into these factions and make them active because they're so vital. There's just no gameplay story there of right discovery, now, which you
1: know? I, I'm trying to work on. But yes,
4: um. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, you know, uh-huh. lemon,
0: um, cause you said it a couple of times that you said about, you know, us loving trading. Yeah, sure. Um, honestly, if I had an answer for you, I'd give it, I have no idea why I just, I, I love picking up like reinforced alloys or something, dropping it off at a base. I think what it is because you see a tangible difference, um, you know so like whether it's a project going on on a base or just you know supplying it you like you see the, those numbers going up i actually very rarely trade commodities like just commodities for money so um, the opposite yeah like I, I i have to for me it's it's all about seeing the the numbers and and like i'm actually making a difference and like i see my work progressing I, I think that's what it is um but uh no i like i i, I love fighting too like i love doing missions and i love uh, I like
1: DVD. trade RP. I, just, trade RP. I, I, I like trade RP too. RP.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if I mean, yeah, with that too, like if there's a way that... Yeah. You know, it makes the work viable. So, like, that's uh, also love doing contract work. So, like, you know, can you deliver us? Um, yeah, to take a hundred thousand armaments, if we
2: bring it back to the topic. You know, if or something about, else that uh, isn't necessarily a P.O.B. This, item. Right? It's just no need. I love
0: that so too, I, I you know, because you get to see you you the work. Like, I make spreadsheets and I stuff, and do all that. But uh, uh, official functions, yeah, I,
2: official, you know, and stuff like that. Basically, three categories. uh, One, uh, official DOM is absolutely vital for. Right. And they just
4: have to have it. And uh, can you guess who they are? Uh, It's basically factions that uh, the Indie ID,
2: either the Indie ID uh, is completely nerfed compared to official factions or Indie lore.
0: Mm. Nomads. No. Uh, or it's Fuck an no indie man. ID
2: that in canon, like, for example, Maki, right? If you read the Maki, everything, uh, it's from three and a half well, years yeah. ago, literally. Yeah. Like, in indie IDs that have, work,
1: like, lost, we it up, like they, they don't have relevance anymore.
2: Entire, like, lore, based on info cards, the, the the canon, the lore of the faction is completely somewhere else, right? So if you would be playing the indie ID... For FLG, we lose the SRP battleship that is on, on the ID. Uh, we would be like uh, teleported back three years. So, FLG, uh, AOI, AOI lost it uh, and they are gone, right? Like, don't see mm-hmm. them anymore because they just have a brutally nerfed ID. So, these are the factions that actually need it, either because like the Borneo Mining Syndicate was one of them that needed officialdom. The minute we didn't get it, boom, done. There's just no point because you want it to be different the indies. So for those, yes, official don't make sense. It's actually vital. Uh, they have to keep it or they die. So that's the first category. Second one is like, yeah, it's 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 kind of nice. It's all right. This is when you usually have like semi-serious role players. Uh, and for example, you are a house lawful and you want to be in the government, right? Mm-hmm. You want to change stuff. Uh, it's kind of important. Like right, right, right in the military, you need to kind of have at least one military OF per house. Like at least one lawful should be an OF. You know, so it's kind of good to have. It's not a big deal if you actually don't do it there. Um, those are like the 46th, you know, and RM. Gallic Navy is the same. Gallic Navy is both. We need at least one official faction in Gallia. And uh, mm-hmm. this is, uh, they have the Gendarmerie, you know, it's part of the Gallic Navy. So uh, it's different from the actual Indy ID. So it's in there. So it's kind of nice to have. It wouldn't be a disaster. And uh, there's a then there's a category where maybe the trading factions come in, but it's pretty much useless, right? <laughs> you, you do all the work, and it's for your ego. Basically, it's like an ego thing <laughs> that you make your OF, and yeah, you get a you get a four bonus. But you know, you guys uh, enjoy sitting and mining anyway. Who, who, why do you care that you, you spend there twenty percent more time? You know, and uh, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I asked. I, if a fourth category. I'm going to tell you about the fourth category. And this is very sad in the actual <laughs> state of things. 4.0 well, well, no mining is awesome. Because I, I want to haul and I want to make that
0: money. Um, actually, true. being so, so.
2: unofficial is way better for them. And being official. And I think the number one uh, thing that I would mention is DTR. Uh, I, If I was DTR leadership, I know that they, they might be thinking about it. Um, being official is a mistake, straight up. Uh, I know that the other factions will like, go into them, but if you have a little... right? so uh, I'm, I'm going to tell the first Armada, right? First Armada, uh, we made the mistake with 46. So if you remember, not sure, guys, if you were around, uh, 46 used to be what DTR is now. It was the like, number one faction okay, on the server. Tell,
1: explain this. Uh, Why? It
2: was by pretty wide margin, right? And... Uh, and it was at a time where I just brought uh, FLG to official DOM. I brought uh, Union Course to official DOM, right? And I was like, listen, my ego, ex- this is awesome. I, I'm like invincible. Mm-hmm. I like bringing factions to official DOM. It's so easy. I remember you know, that. It's a project. Just like you fill a POB, I just bring a faction to official DOM. People still come to me, you know, how do I make a faction official? I tell them like the ins and outs and uh, how, how you should basically manipulate the system so you, you get to official DOM. And the uh, renegade who did the uh, who did the jingle uh, in the start, he was the mm-hmm. the leader of, of Forty Six. He was like, no, no, no. Why would we go official? We're fun faction. We're here for the beginners, you know. And we're number one on the server. Why would we change that? I was like, oh, come on. We're gonna we're gonna show those guys that told us that we're not high quality, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. we're gonna change it, you know. So I basically I I am the reason. Like I did most of the work on the millions of threads and. Uh, I'm behind the like super messy project and stuff like that that, that pushed 46 to be official. Uh, and, and sure enough, you know, I say this uh, problem becomes that when you are official, you have to open like feedback threads. You open your feedback uh, to the community, and everyone who doesn't like you suddenly like froze there. You have to change stuff, uh, and sooner or later, like these big factions that want to take in beginners, that want to like uh, uh, create a safe space for them. Right? You come into the discovery, you want to have some people to play with. Uh, you make some mistakes you know and yeah so what just everyone made mistakes when they started out right people just want to play with somebody Uh, but the problem is that you basically open up the faction, and open up these new people that you're trying to learn uh, and you uh, open up your creative ideas you want to try something new and a lot of the time if you are trying something new uh, people were like shit on you right, right? like <laughs> we had the Renzo liner uh, be the flagship of our uh, of our trading division because like so much flack for that you know and uh, the, the the thing is uh, it's it basically you you create this uh, this unsafe space for new players yeah. you basically stifle creativity and uh, sure enough it happened in 46 actually the the story there was i was always an admiral <laughs> like told me oh you should you should lead this you know like it's like no, no, no. I'm I'm working with Galia, and at one point, like uh, I was playing 46, and I realized, hang on, I d- I don't uh... know who this recruit is, right? I don't I don't even know who's this guy like flying in space. I had no idea who it was. Uh, so I actually, did, like a weird thing, I went undercover and I started from recruit, you know, in my own faction. I was only using like presets that NPCs NPCs are using, you know, like <laughs> stay stay frosty, you know? Uh, I have a <laughs> so. I, like i had 10 presets of these want to find out like what's happening and yeah was, like, <laughs> people started like you know they were like these clicks oh i'm not going to run into these people and all oh, these indies we're not going to invite them and stuff like that you know oh <laughs> my gosh and it
3: kind
2: of it kind of makes it so if you make an official faction you start caring a bit more uh usually like people go after you they have more channels to go after you so yeah these these big factions and by the way, who, who taught me this is Sam Dennis. Like, I, I was asking him, hey, hang on, why, why isn't GMS official? Like, well, you will get bigger. You mine all the time, right? Why don't you make it? He's like, no, no, we have friends. We just play together. You absolutely don't need this. You know, you stick around. They have Moon, you know, they have some of the older guys that <laughs> they speak like funny English
4: sometimes, you know. and. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah yeah.
1: Yeah, actually, GMS was the, the number one faction that made me start to look at the benefits of just being unofficial. Like, yeah, I never so even considered it, it before. It is, like, well, so the path is obviously it's, to it's go to official, goals, dom, right? But Again, then I've been looking at GMS and, and benefits, right? some of my own uh, projects, like are Cryer function, and stuff. It's like, like, uh, like we just wild, you like FaZe. You know, and just RPing. We do what we want. We don't have to face criticism. So AOI, went to gank them. So yeah, that is a good point. Never
2: went to Gallia And when FaZe started first, they were going for officialdom. AOI just, I don't know, it was like the vagrant... Arab wars, I don't even understand it, you just went to like wipe them, all these aces from AOI, you know, Uh, but the thing is you you don't really have a choice because your ID doesn't work as an indie, you just have to do it. Uh, Some of those middling factions like, okay, you need at least one house lawful, so at least someone is in the government, you know, okay, probably it's worth it, but then you will, will face this trouble, but if you don't have this ambition, you have no pixel ambition, and you want to actually have a fun atmosphere, you be open to creativity make mistakes have new players yeah unfortunately being official is actively like bad and i'm not even sure what would change like in this in this aspect you know like i don't think it, it can change for this faction. dtr make it happen but even with dtr like you can you can find sometimes the atmosphere is because they are official people go after them you know they get paranoid with the sanctions you know and stuff like that people sanction them a lot more uh, where we played first Armada, and our guy, like, you know, <laughs> barely does one too. I was like, oh, listen, he's a new guy. He plays for a week, you know. I, of course, I gank you and help him out. Like, what do you expect, you know? <laughs> that's like, this is basically what happens. And we have no feedback, trend. If you noticed, it was like closed first. And I, I learned from that. If you want to give us feedback, come to our. And I actually had people like telling me, oh, my God, you, you played badly. I, I have a file. <laughs> this happened. This is, I'm not making this up. A guy P me in the game. I have a file on First Armada. <laughs> I'm saving everything and I'm gonna use it. The moment you apply for officialdom, I'm gonna use it in your feedback and I'm gonna like stop you. And I was like, oh, that's cool, but we're never gonna be fucking official. Because I, <laughs> because I learned. and <laughs> <laughs> Because I was an idiot that pushed 46 to be official and they dropped off like... What a tool. Oh my it it God. wasn't like... <laughs> um, like me and Renegade started 46 and we got out
0: <laughs> our own faction. Just keep on hanging yeah, on, like, on to that. We can be uh, like sometimes bitter. You oh, you yeah, did, you, you know, boo.
2: <laughs> Decline and they failed even. No, it it wasn't because of that. It was because we went official. We started like talking too much in, in, in high command chats, to like caring about the, the little guy, you know. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, I think I agree with your point. I think to uh, basically, besides the necessary factions like AOI and Face, and uh, you need to add more trinkets, right? Like LPI, for example. Why doesn't an official faction have a have like a longer cruise disruptor? You know, or uh, they have no dock already. But you need to you need to put like cool shit that people would actually go after. I think I like your idea. I know I pooped on your parade a little bit, there, Zentor, because you <laughs> you came up with this new idea. Oh, uh, official factions can make a bonus. You know, I was like, oh uh, yeah. yeah, Zentor. They could have done it for uh, ten years now.
4: You know. <laughs> They just didn't use the (laughs) plug (laughs) in.
1: No, that's fine.
2: (laughs) One thing one thing I have a I have advice for you, uh, you I've run, run exactly like some of the biggest so. Factions I mean, on the it's that's so just I what I, I like think. Yeah, the official factions in, really need Galia, more toys right? and
1: like, strings to pull in order to actually make them worth gonna, having their niche. And uh, that listen, was the goal. Listen, with that.
2: It's this, these are just facts. I'm not boasting, I'm just stating facts here, all right. The the point is, people see this as a game. You will get maybe a couple of guys that uh-huh. are hardcore about it, but you have to make stuff. Not to cut yourself
0: on the bag. Okay. Like <laughs> <up stuff laughs> so That's to your own horn, but... Uh, it, you know. They will not do
2: it. And that's exactly... Uh, there are, this is this community boost, right? That you can boost the community <laughs> by like 30 or 40%. It's been in perks for years. It hasn't been done in like four years or three years or something. And so... Yeah. Yes, it's a faction perk that you can boost the commodity for up to a month, right? It's been there for I haven't seen one in years. So what you have to do when you come up with this, you have to make it as simple as possible. You know, even even then, people just don't use that stuff. Like to take oh, compatibility, com- compatibility, right? They basically nerfed a lot of uh, power cores to seventy-five percent, and people oh, boost the one yeah, post. Yeah, yeah. That's it. One yeah. post hey, Listen. Buy the ship okay is that right and those are like rp kind of allies and you can basically send it i think it's been used like seven times you know in whatever the year that it's been used so yeah you Mm -hmm. when you're thinking about the the official perk factions yes you can have higher requirements i agree with you guys you can think about some role uh, role player requirement at the same time like you need to give them perks that are easy to use that they don't have to struggle with uh and your uh, your idea with the plugin, I think absolutely that should be a perk, like it, just like tech compatibility. I still don't think people use it enough. People are just so lazy, you know. Like <laughs> it seems like you care and you come with an idea, right? And like our con-, con contest and stuff like that. In the end, only a couple of people actually go for it, you know. You have to make it easy, as simple as possible. Uh, one thing that I, I would recommend you from like Dota, if they introduce a new hero, they make it OP mm-hmm. for, on purpose, right? They just basically bring it in because people aren't used to that at all. They are not playing that hero. Uh, they would make it uh, on purpose like uh, overpowered and then uh, it happens over and over and over again and then like next part is like, oh sorry, we didn't know, you know, it <laughs> was an honest mistake. <laughs> we're 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 nerfing it back, you know, when people like the abusers came in. I think when you introduce a new idea, oh, no haste is completely against this. Like completely against this mindset. But don't be afraid, like creating imbalances. Like you know, like you you make a perk uh, for a week oh, okay. to <laughs> boost uh, boost your That's... regular commu- commodity to ore levels, you know, uh-huh. or even above ore levels. You know, don't be afraid of that. And basically, making it easy. Uh, first, you know, this is an old game. Like the conservative ideas, the <laughs> they will remain here. So yeah, this what needs to happen with the official faction perks and i think people have to see this to actually want to be official unless they are in the must-have category they have to see like clear tangible things that will happen with them uh now that uh, the working groups are gone right you used to have impact on the story this is my biggest pet peeve i know you know when you talk about with the story guys like oh everyone was like power pixeling and uh, they were always, like, pushing for their faction, so we just closed it all down, right? They just closed the communication that was there between houses and representatives. We're like, oh, I, don't, I don't want to deal with this shit. People are rude. Right. I, you know, hire a fucking mod. Will you know, tell someone to moderate this. The banhammer in. <laughs> Yes, just mute people. You know, we we did we do this in Discord. So I, there was a guy that you know obviously was trolling, yeah. and I'm always too late. Yeah. I was believing people too much, you know. And then you know, like muted him for a week. Just do that. Mute them for a week. Have clear rules.
1: Exactly. Like More soft, communication like, uh, is always devs, better. You know, rather than to close doors. Stories,
2: you know, and bring them only. You have this like middle guy. You know, if if really you really can't have the working groups where the devs are, just have a middle guy there that would just uh, lead the discussion. Uh, have those, you know, the, the governments and the unlawfuls yeah. argue between each other that who gets uh, specific pixels and going to these runs and then distill the
4: information and then bring it to the devs, you know. <laughs> All right, guys. I think I have uh, an hour and a half. I think we went longer than you guys even wanted, right? <laughs> Phrase, Who gets specific pixels? Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> that's good points all around. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> hey, yeah.
1: absolutely.
0: You will know, hey, we'll, will we'll Hey, if it's content, man, we'll we'll go as long as. Uh, as <laughs> no we one's going to well. listen
1: to this if we go too far, though. So
0: true. Sure, true. Um, sure. Um, but uh, yeah, so th- so to kind of wrap it up oh um, go to Galilee Yeah. so I, I absolutely agree <laughs> that uh, yeah, yeah. you know, with as much <laughs> as I think that there should be um more requirements on official factions, there definitely needs to be more of a perk. Um, you know, with universal I'm going officialdom, mainly for for personal ego. Um it would be cool to to get to officialdom. Um, but even other other factors. <laughs> yeah hey, you know like i said this this patch drops we'll see how things go and uh yeah if everything goes goes uh well not everything you know if, with patches things you know some things will go haywire but uh yeah if overall for if it's still like, playable then a you know thing we'll, like we might expand but Dental? uh but anyway yeah so so to your points absolutely um <laughs> and and also i i kind of pinpointed it in yeah, because you made it complicated thread, Dental, <laughs> with talking about the trading bonuses um and rping with with other factions
4: um
1: <laughs> I, nobody has contacted me directly aws was working on some generating some ideas but nothing has come through yet
0: i, I think there should be i, th- I, think I mean there be, I, I
1: thought it's pretty simple let's make some rp and contact me let's do it
0: <laughs> yeah i mean you yeah your your stuff is, is definitely simple but uh no so my my uh my my thing is, you know you could also wrap in um other non-trading factions as well. So, like, for example, um, you know, and you could you have to be official in order to do this. But if you know say universal, we get official dumb. um first, you know, I know I know you're saying you're not necessarily wanting to be official but say for whatever reason first armada is official like a PvP advantage. Um, you, you come know? to us and no, no, say hey no, no. You can't have we're working this like if boost, fire, um, you know? like on this project to at a
2: secondary turrets
0: uh firing uh, like rate like from uh um, whatever, guns, it like, like, whatever. You know, um it, it what if it's a boost PvP up to advantage? like 5.9 uh, or 6.3 or it would something like that be um,
2: the flock would be massive against that but yeah but uniqueness
4: uniqueness is i i think really good you know <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, then, then those those people that want to bitch about it, okay, make your own official factions yeah. <laughs> and get your own boosts. But that's the thing. It's like it, but but make it make it revolving to where it has to be monthly things. So like okay, universal, we have to bring a hundred thousand um things of this 50 things uh 50, things of this but it has to be done monthly in order for the perk to remain if it's not done if the role play is not done then the factions lose their perk but also have it to where um if the perk takes um you know has hold with with the um with the pvp faction then okay well then the trading faction gets a little perk maybe a, a boost to the the crew speed um or as i said you know like don't don't be don't be that. afraid so to that you, way uh, everyone gets little always, so like, a little perks so that way what OP it does concept. is you, it involves say, oh, everybody you know, but... <laughs> to do the role play <laughs> the, the and, it involves, it, involves the fighters, and it involves everybody it involves the fighters and it involves the economy them, know, like, as well so it makes everyone say, kind of work for 24 hours you can get i'm sure there's something to explore there
2: for 200 per hour for 24 hours in that perk you know and force people to actually try it you know i think you know what i this is the thing, even I freaking forget. Like in Rhineland military, there's a clear commodity. Like mm-hmm. the Gallic Navy, they have biostability monitors. It's like you you, you slap that on Marines, and you know uh, you can uh, like monitor their health status like yeah. uh, from afar, right? Even like in, uh, introduce uh, uh, drugs into bloodstream and stuff like that. And then the uh, Rhineland military and Gallia are cooperating. I happen to be one or two of mm-hmm. both of those factions. I'm trying to figure out how not to not to be biased, which I'm always trying, you know. <laughs> but yeah, like stuff like that, um I mm-hmm. actually might throw it on your desk and if you deny it, you know, obviously uh, we will we will have uh, very stern feedback.
4: <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> the i want to uh,
2: shout out to dj renegade yeah, absolutely. again i'm gonna say right, for well the this has
1: time. Come to first been Armada. quite a lot of things sessions, that we right? talked so about and we mind, probably should wrap this up somebody, um lemon thank you so much for being part of the he, community he and for being part of our show today we have a bunch of fun with the if there's anything you want to say before we wrap this up and then i'll open up the race and close it down
2: i know you can think of what you want about him uh, but uh, he's been like my father, you know, who told me not to take the game too seriously. You know, <laughs> thanks everyone in F.L.G. First Armada, Gallic Navy, Kaiserliche Reine, Bretonnia, Arcadians, the Core Force. I lead too many factions, you know. I should stop. I think
4: I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, but, you you know, and I, I wanted Again, to say this earlier, if I, but if I'm gonna, we got on to say other uh, you know, kind of going back to you, Lemon, um, <laughs> you know, I, is, you and I, we've, we've even had our debates and our <laughs> arguments myself, and stuff and we've not seen like, eye to eye, but hey, how, like, the track record is there, the wherever Lemon's at, activity is there, so that's a big kudos to you, I definitely think you are a good for the community. Um, it doesn't I'm, happen.
2: So I think uh, if I could give advice to anyone that wants to run their faction, yeah, no, no, you're you're so humble. Uh, <laughs> fuck off with that ego, you know. Like if you see someone, if you actually see someone that uh, that shows promise, you know, just give them power. It sometimes is gonna backfire. Like uh, you know, like <laughs> I got kicked out of my own faction. It will happen. But I think in the long run, it's it's just worth it. You know, if you see someone that that puts in the effort give Them power, give them responsibility, and put it <laughs> out. You know, it's that's it's basically the only secret why my factions are successful. First Armada, I do like 20% of the work, you know, everyone else else's do power. Uh, niche functions are that, but yeah, if, if if you are listening to this and you want to build your own faction, that's basically the number one takeaway you can take from this. You know, people <laughs> believe that they are good, you know, and uh. uh Take your ego and give give part of the power to them. You know what? And last and not least, I want to thank you guys. Like, seriously, like, I, I didn't even dream that a podcast like this would be possible, you know? What, uh, tell me, what's your actual motivation for doing this, you know? I want to know, you know, what's the, what's the, we are in Discovery Freelancer.
4: Uh, what's, the, what's the scheming here? What, what are you trying to, you know, what's your angle? Ah... Uh...
1: I'll never tell you my secrets. <laughs> we
0: want we want we want to be uh, the undercover admins of No,
1: Discovery. I mean I wanted to provide a voice for as many people as possible uh, and make my way around the community and hear everybody's perspective on things and be able to make sure that I have an environment that I can create a platform for people to broadcast what they think about the game without being buried in shit posts. So it, you know, yeah. that's, that's my idea.
0: So uh, the, really the, so I've always kind of joked with uh, Firewolfy um, talking to voice chats because we, we go on long tirades. We talk about the, the community and mods and patches and things like that. And we've always oh, joked, yeah, Oh, we should really just boy, make yeah. a podcast. Well, there was a thread Xenon made about a month ago and or probably two months ago by now um and it's it just <laughs> the usual suspects it just completely derailed didn't even turn into what it was originally about is about the barges coming in clearing out pobs uh, of oars and everything so um that that was the maddest i've ever seen xenon uh, and i've always said you know you fucked up whenever you piss off xenon <laughs> he's 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 always the guy telling me hey racer you know calm down you know take a deep breath and you know think about other things and And uh, for him to be that mad, I've never heard him that mad before. Um, So I made the joke. I said, "Well, we should just make a make a podcast." And uh, you know, from there, it just turned into what it was. And and to Zentor's point, that's that's really, I think, what started it was 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 that that post by Zenon. is, um, and then and then Zentor kind of gave us a, a vision of of what it is, and that's what it is. It's a platform that's that's away from those people that shit posts and and don't really provide any real feedback um because we all know this thread yeah but i want all
1: those people on my podcast eventually we're making our rounds
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna run out of the good guests we need we need those shit posters eventually but uh yeah so that and that's you know that's what it is it's uh you know we we see those people that post and it's like well this sucks and then you ask okay well why does this suck it's like because it's dumb Okay, nothing's being done here. Let's have a conversation. Why does it suck? Why is it dumb? So um this this podcast really kind of illuminates that. and and even with this podcast, you know we we had some differences and we had some takes on things. But there's a reason why we have those takes, and we were able to communicate that effectively. And, hey, even if we still don't <laughs> agree, um, still, you know, the, there's, there's say, a different I, I, perspective it's, it's out there. For me. Um, like, listen, and that's, and I we think, said in our
1: first episode, we want people from week, across the know, aisle eventually on the like, show shit, as well. So like we've been trying to, like, getting around to people that we are like, known and familiar like, with, that are comfortable and with and being with us, to eventually, like, let them know, like, hey, we're not going to attack you when you come to our show, so please, you know, jump on, and we'll have you, even though you are...
2: Two hundred years, and I'm looking every day. I was like,
4: "What? Who? Who are you? What do you mean? Like, what what, what do you mean? You, yeah, Excel. I never heard of. Yeah, and I was like, "What the fuck? Exactly. It's like a world within
2: the world in discovery. You know, like so. I I think that the the podcast is, (laughs) as I said, the most important thing." Will not get people. Yeah, it's like who is this everybody. guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You,
1: you, you yeah. I, I love hearing some of the some first-hand accounts hours. from some of these people. It's really cool. Just hearing but, yeah, the and stories the you've the never heard of. of from
0: someone like, who uh, never
1: like
2: who's completely away from your bubble. <laughs> it was last week, you know, like the exploration. Uh, I'm I'm in a uh, I'm actually in Gugusaris faction now. I've locked twice, you know. But uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting. So thank you so much, guys, for doing this and uh, opening
4: the horizons of uh, of us people locked in our own bubbles, you know. Yeah, definitely,
0: and and part of the show too is is just like what you said is to I- introduce people that may have been even here for a long time that not many people may not know about. So, um, just just kind of. Community meeting the community here, so um and that only happens <laughs> yeah, I, when, I, I when people you, like you want to come I on. So definitely appreciate you too, Lemon, for, like a, for coming like on you, and uh for, sharing your like story like and telling us what you're all so about. So like it's like a first um, time when yeah, and I was definitely uh, at like the John. The other podcast. end, I think <laughs> you Lemon, we're going to put on the kind of chalk on the the tally for a repeat guest at some point for sure.
2: I do. I do. I, I do apologize for jumping into for asking you questions, and so you talking for ten minutes, and then for swearing. All right, I usually do eighteen plus streams, so I want to apologize to all the fourteen year old children.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <All> right, <so laughs> no, it's so much, way through, so, I was gonna make to a comment. Know, I was like, I'll read the guest, and he's and the host, <laughs> uh, uh, pushing you guys, the show the along. <laughs> the US, uh,
2: put your ego aside and come to Galia, and make it alive, and uh, the the FOG life easier, you know.
4: Hmm. Okay, I, I've sworn in every single episode up to now. So, yeah, we. Guys,
0: I don't like <laughs> the gates, man. I, I can't.
1: Uh... You don't like the gates? I love the gates. <laughs> all right, let's wrap this up, racers. So, yeah. All right, thanks everyone for watching, and we'll be seeing you on the next episode of the podcast later
4: okay and